0: Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered news feed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez.
1: Welcome to an episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today, we're actually having a really fun episode where we're going to be going over the psychology of why customers use social media and what that means for your business. I'm talking with the ever so fantastic Cara Lambert. She connects business owners to their clients through psychology, allowing them to build stronger relationships faster on and offline. Her business is in coaching social media. And of course and of course courses drawing on her qualifications in psychology and management, along with her career beginning in 2000 of helping businesses move online and her experience in her own businesses.
2: welcome to the show Kara thank you so much for having me It's great to be here and talking with your listeners and viewers. So.
1: Yes, you. no, it's awesome. To, and I also love that Cara's on the show, not just because she knows so many wonderful things, but I could just listen to her talk all day because I love me and Aussie. So
2: <laughs> I I gotta admit I get that
1: a lot. So. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's because I think we in a in America, we just kind of get a little like bored with how we sound. But I did spend a good chunk of like the last three years in the South, and that was also really fun too. I say y'all a lot more than I used to, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Cara, what is it? Let's just kind of dive right in and unpack getting started. What is the psychology of social media when it comes to our customers? Like, how do we start out this conversation?
2: So, I think that the way that it needs to be started out is that um, a lot of social media platforms actually hire psychologists to help them build their, um, their platforms and to um, optimise their platforms and to get things happening. Um, so that's one thing. So having that deeper understanding of how they actually get in behind it, that's one way. Um, the other thing is is that you've got to think about how or why social media works, and social media works because of people. Um, it's not the... The tech that sits behind it it's the people that press the like button it's the people that press the share button it's the people that um regram stuff um it's all about people and what drives them to do it so there's some of the reasons why I focus on the psychology behind it because it's people who make up social media not the the technology I mean There's a great statistic out there, Um, Facebook did some research a couple of years ago and they found out that people get more oxytocin, which is the love hormone, going through their body in 10 10 minutes of social media use than a bride does on their wedding day, which is nuts. That's really
1: sad, but also really nuts at the same time you're right. Wow, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, so that's the reason why I focus on the psychology behind social media because it just, they're right, it messes with our brains.
1: Wow. Well, guys, I think we just learned that we just wasted a whole lot of money on our weddings. We could have just been doing it on Facebook. Exactly.
2: (laughs) So that's the reason why you update your your, um, relationship status on Facebook rather than just getting married.
1: (laughs) I think, uh, so it's actually funny, on topic of weddings and social media, I actually had – one of my staff members come to my wedding to do live updates for my family that wasn't able to come to the wedding because we had some an interesting situation that led to us moving our wedding up early. And so we had a lot of family and friends that couldn't come, so we did like a lot of live updates. We did um, you know, a live Google Glass viewing of it, all kinds of stuff, so that people could participate in that. And that included updating both of our – facebook statuses from in a relationship to married and that was i don't know what the psychology is behind that but it probably is pretty egotistical i'm sure
2: (laughs) no not at all and that's the other thing like there's three reasons why people generally go onto social media one is to be educated one is to be entertained and the other one is to be inspired um and it doesn't matter which platform you use so it's not really really egotistical you were Educating your friends and family on what was happening at the time. So, you know, keeping them up to date. And anyway, there would have been other people there with their phones, you know, posting updates and posting photos. So you may as well jump the queue and get in first. Right. You don't want people
1: doing that for you, right?
2: (laughs) So, when a brand is wanting to
1: dive into social media more, particularly, you know, more boring everyday businesses, you know, like plumbers and painters and chiropractors and stuff. What is it that they need to know to get started?
2: I think the big thing that they need to know is that they're not doing it for them. They're doing it for their audience. That's the big thing because whilst you're trying to grow your audience, you know, grow sales, warm them up, all of those kinds of things, realistically, you're there for their benefit. Um, so you have to, the big thing to remember is that you need to talk to those three things that I said earlier. You, know, you need to educate, you need to entertain, and you need to inspire. Um, so that would be the big takeaway and that your audience is actually there. And I looked at some stats, and I know being an Aussie, um, I actually looked at the US stats on particularly Facebook. Did you, I still couldn't believe this, that Americans Only India outranks the U.S. on Facebook use worldwide. Like you guys rock Facebook. So if you're in, like you say, a boring, I don't call them boring. I've got a number of clients who are in service industry. Um, If you are in services and you're not on Facebook, you don't have some kind of Facebook presence and you're in the U.S., listen to this. 214 million americans hold a facebook account that is a massive audience to tap into and you can do it for free i don't know any other network where you can do that for free um and have that kind of audience size
1: that is a big fancy number that is a lot, and it's You know, while we would probably argue as social media professionals, it's not always free, but it is at the same time on the very, like the platform itself is free. You know, it's like back in the day when you had like, you know, uh, the three channels that you could get (laughs) for free and you always watch stuff on those. Yeah, it's true. People can really just, it's so big. And I think that maybe because it's so big, it can actually you know, cause the psychology even of the business owner to not want to get on there. So what do you you think that, you know, people who are just afraid or unsure or even jaded at getting on social media to make it work for them? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I think some of it is because of what they hear through their industry, that it's a waste of time. It's too hard. um, It's confusing. I've wasted my time. But like I said, there's the, the thing is, is to concentrate on your audience, to put them first and to remember the three things you're there to educate, entertain, or inspire. And you don't have to do a lot of it to make it effective. You just have to be consistent. So if it's once a week, once a fortnight, which is the bare minimum that I say for guys using Facebook, it's once a fortnight, <laughs> um, put something up. And try to remember, either educate, entertain, or inspire. Gosh, you know, like um, dentists. There is this one guy called The Singing Dentist and he's based in the UK. So if you're a dentist, share one of his videos. <laughs> Seriously, because it's still going to educate your audience and it's going to entertain them. So you don't always have to put your information up there. You can give people broad um base of information to to draw on Um, but I think the other thing is is people don't believe that their audience is there they think social media is for um the younger audience the 18 to 25 year olds Um, so once again I looked at the numbers basically for the U.S. and um the biggest audience for in the U.S. on Facebook is the 25 to 34 year olds and the next largest one is 35 to 44-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> you me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're your average Jewish Schmo on Facebook. And most of them are women. So if your decision makers to use your services are women and they sit between the ages of 25 to 44, which is most mums, Having a presence on Facebook makes good business sense. That's probably also too, why
1: children and animals are the best way to get your message across on social media.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, the, the cute little babies with the all the roles and stuff like that doing gorgeous things or cat videos. And I mean, I know that cat videos go, oh my gosh, not another cat video, but they work.
1: I'm prone to cute dog photos and uh, videos myself. So I totally understand. And I just, I love how you keep bringing up the point that, you know, you have to educate, you have to entertain and you have to inspire. And that's really just the foundation of most of like any content plan. Like you could build a content plan totally around that. And you can educate people about your business. You can entertain them with your staff and your people and even yourself and like what you do behind the scenes. Like I always tell people like, if you have something like really fun and quirky about yourself that you can share behind the scenes, you've got to do it. Like for me, it's military life and my, my kids and our life in Korea. And like, those are really unique, um, perspectives that not a lot of people will get to experience at least the military part and definitely the Korea part. So, um, You know, I've had a lot of fun with like sharing our blogs and things that we're doing while we're here. And I think that really helps draw people into my story because they're connecting with me through that personal entertaining court. And then from there, they're like, well, what else do you have going on? And then when they see the things about my business like, oh, well, that's cool.
2: Yeah. And what, what draws them together is sharing the values. So to bring a bit more of the, the psychology into it, like you've got some main motivators that, that we all share and shared values is probably one of the easiest places to meet your clients. So if you have a a value yourself in your business of a family based, which you have like sharing your family life in Korea and adventure, then you use that with your clients who have that shared family and adventure um, value and you have these common grounds where you find it easiest to speak. And then you can move from there. So if you look at, um, if your listeners and viewers look at what their core values are and what the core values of like, their target audience for example, moms, because most dentists, yeah, you know, it's the moms that make the bookings um, and it's the moms that book the electricians and the plumbers and the, okay, my husband books the mechanic. <laughs> um,
1: I do so that you, one. <laughs> can you do that one? I take it. If it has anything to do with my home or our money or where we're going, that's me. And I think a lot of it's a mix between the reasonings are one I am the mom. I'm the work at home mom. I have to take care of that stuff first. I'm the one that sees all the time. I'm the one that has to deal with it all the time. Um, and the other thing is it's kind of um a common role in military life where your active duty spouse it focuses on the mission and it's the job of the the sale, the the spouse, the other spouse, the non-active duty spouse, to handle your home.
2: Oh, correct. And even when I was in corporate, like I had you know management positions in in the Australian government I was still the one that was booking the kids into the dentist during school holidays and days off and you know organizing doctors and organizing the electrician and organizing the plumber and all of those kinds of things so um if the business owners the ones that own the social media can look at what In particular, a mum, and looking at the stats for the US, women do make up the vast majority of those 25 to 44-year-old age group. Women outstrip men and holding a Facebook account. So if you look at a mum's values and what drives her to book your services, and if you can match those and you just start there, and you educate entertain and inspire around those core values you're going to nail it the vast majority of the time so it's it's going to take a little work working out those those values but you're going to know them over time because you're going to know who generally books your services who generally comes into the the shop um and the kinds of things that they ask you—you've got that knowledge in you. It's just a matter of knowing when to use it. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I think that
1: taking the time, like like with most things, when it comes to marketing, the setup part is always kind of like the most pain in the butt part. And you know, part of that setup process is making sure that you really understand who. Your customer is who your, as like we put it, my your customer avatar is like who it is that you're talking to, and I actually have a worksheet I will share in the show notes that you guys can get that'll help you work through your perfect customer so that you can make sure you understand them as best as possible with everything that Kara is teaching us today. But it's so important to know who they are so that once you once you know who you're talking to and you get like a flow going, it's so easy to put that content up. Really. And
2: the thing is, is when you nail what motivates them, and this is the thing, like I said, there are five things, there are five key motivators of human behaviour. Um, I focus on values because we all have them and there are generally ones that we share. So it's easier for business owners to start with values and then you can work into the, the other ones. Um, but values are a motivator for us. What are the five things?
1: the five. Things? So the-
2: so the five things are values,
1: mm-hmm. beliefs,
2: fears, mm-hmm. needs, and goals. Okay. So if you use those um, and you put them at the base of your communication where you then use them to educate, entertain, and inspire, I, I've got um, worked out things where you've got this matrix and so you have, you know, educate entertain and inspire and um the five things you know fears goals beliefs needs and values and you can work out one for each of those things so you'll have a grid of 15 options so if you're posting one of fortnight um out of those 15 things you've got months of content that you could use mm-hmm. um and you know you mix it in with the singing dentist every once in a while and you're set right that sounds awesome
1: thanks for listening we'll be right back after a quick commercial break
0: this podcast is brought to you by all in one social media all the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month all in one started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com.
1: And now back to the show. So, is there anything else? Like, we talked about, like, maybe like how getting started by making sure you really understand who your customer is and like what motivates them. So, after you like kind of have that lockdown, what do you think happens next?
2: The next thing is consistency. Okay. For for me, um, so people say to me, Kara, like, the, the two issues that I see is I don't know where to start. And I don't know what to write. Um, So now you started and you've got some idea as to what to write. The thing is, is to be consistent because we're creatures of habit. And once you've got your, um, your, your social media fans coming back to you because you're providing this content that educates, entertains and inspires and drives their reaction so they, you know, Show that you can understand their fears. You understand their needs. You share the same beliefs. You share the same values. You have the same goals. Then you need to consistently show up, and that's why I say, you know, once a fortnight as a minimum. Um, you don't have to be posting five times a day. You um, shouldn't. <laughs>
1: um, I'm a big. I'm a big believer in one post a day down to three posts a week as far as like what I recommend to people to have that steady presence
2: yeah and the other thing that I recommend is scheduling so or scheduling whichever way you pronounce it um and doing it in bulk so you sit down and you schedule some stuff out because the other thing that people say to me is oh Cara I get to the point where it's like I haven't posted I don't know what to post. I've got no idea. Um, I haven't posted in weeks and now I feel like it's too late. So if you get down there and like you said, you know, once a day or three times a week or once a fortnight, whatever it is, that suits suits you. And you get in there and you schedule it out. You don't have to go there. Oh, look, it's, you know, 10 to 12 on a Friday morning and I'm meant to be posting at midday what am I going to do you don't have to worry you can concentrate on your business what keeps the money coming in but the the social media keeps educating your audience and keeps pulling them in they will share it with their friends they will tag their friends I see this all the time you know on my clients profiles because I still manage a small number of social media platforms for for clients now that I've moved from coaching I can't didn't just go look he's coming see you later (laughs) um I see it they it's like oh yeah you know Sally this is the the guy that I I was telling you about that was doing my air conditioning or Julie this is my um beautician that that I use they will do it they would tag their friends and pull their friends in.
1: That is so huge in my military community too. We every every base that exists in the world has a Facebook group for the spouses that are there, and without fail, there is constantly posts of people asking for people. And it's always kind of the same ones, but it's also those obscure ones. Like everyone's always looking for someone to do their hair. Everyone's always looking for a recommendation where to get a manicure and a pedicure. Everyone's yeah. looking for the best kinds of Mexican or steak or places to eat in their area. People are always looking for childcare. People are always looking, you know, things like, hey, where I'm, I need to find this item. Where can I get it? And so it's, it's, I and I know the biggest element in my life is in the military world, but I know people do it all the time in their communities. I mean, to the point where Facebook has put a recommendation feature on their posts.
2: Correct. And so, you know, there's a number of groups that I'm in, you know, for clients that I'm in the local mums group um, on the other side of Australia so that I can tag my clients' Facebook pages in them when someone's looking for stuff. Or in my own local area, there's a number of groups that I'm in and they're not just buy, sell, swap groups. They are quite literally, I need help with X, Y, Z. Like recently it was, so where are the best Christmas lights? You know, I I need an emergency plumber. Um, They're they're around there. And so, yeah, having a Facebook page and a presence allows you to tag them and pull them into the group. But the other thing that I've seen is that it's somewhere between here in Australia, it's around sixty to seventy percent of people will go onto a Facebook page um or go online, whether it be Yelp or their Google um, my business page, and look at reviews before actually making a purchase online. So if you can have some kind of presence where people can see, who you are, what you're doing. And I will do that myself. Like if I'm looking for something and someone says, oh, yeah, go and see this person, the first thing I do is get on Facebook. It's like, okay, show me their Facebook page. I want to see what they're like. And if they haven't posted in the last 6 to 12 months, well, it kind of makes me think, are there any good? You know, do they have any customers? Um, can I trust them?
1: So those are really powerful questions and a really good point for people that don't post on a regular basis. It does make you wonder if they're shut down, you know, I, I ugh, gold, Cara, gold right there. So, so kind of powerful. And I think if anyone takes anything out of this conversation, that is it, that when you're not present, people think that you don't exist. Correct. Very awesome. Well, Cara, I think do you have any like, closing thoughts on what people really need to make sure that they understand about the psychology of their customers and any tips or tricks or anything for them to wrap up our, our chat for today?
2: If I was to leave you guys with anything, it's to know that your audience is out there on social media. Um, that it is a medium where you know you can make the most of it, and that. You need to educate, entertain, and inspire and meet them where their values are.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. And if people wanted to follow you and be educated and entertained by you, where
2: would they do that at? So you can find me, my website is caralambert.com. Um, and on social, I am at com. So it's very simple. <laughs> It is very simple. All
1: right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today and educating us. I think that it was just incredibly powerful and insightful. And I just loved getting to hear from you and talk with you and get to know you better, of course, too. So all right, guys, I look forward to you guys getting me some reviews about this and what you think, you know, make sure you're tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking us, telling us what you thought of this podcast Remember hashtag boring business. And until next time, guys, I'll see you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to marketing for your boring business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of marketing for your boring business. This podcast is presented by all-in-one social media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.